So public, public charter, private K-12 schools, if they receive taxpayer funding, they should meet the same accountability standards. Yes, they should be very transparent with the information, and parents should have that information first and foremost. And if confirmed, will you insist upon that equal accountability in any K-12 school or educational program that receives federal funding, whether public, public charter, or private? I support accountability. Equal accountability for all schools that receive federal funding. I support accountability. Okay, is that a yes or a no? That's a, I support accountability. Do you not want to answer my question? I support accountability. Okay, let me ask you. Somewhere in America, the Secretary of Education is bare hunting. Accountability might be her greatest weapon, and she's got it cocked and ready. If it ain't a bear, she's shooting. That's another pound thing. Uh, somewhere in America. Welcome to the ear. I'm your host, Justin Chung. And I'm your other host, Jordan Allen. And this week's all about resistance, because this Thursday marks 100 days since Trump's presidency. All of the articles in this issue of The Eye are about how our campus is keeping up the resistance, and we at The Ear are focusing on the sounds of resistance. For example, Slam Poetry. On April 22nd, Amnesty International hosted the Slam Poetry event Slamnesty, The Rhythm of Change. And we went to the show to see what it was all about and find out how they were keeping up the resistance. First, Jordan sat down with Carla Mendoza. She's the first year representative of Amnesty International. She organized this event as part of her first year engagement program. So as freshman rep, you have to try to get the freshman class as involved as you can. Um, I, one of my events is Slamnesty and also spearheading the refugee campaign along with um, the other campaign head. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and uh, tell me about Slamnesty. So this is actually our third annual Slamnesty, mm-hmm. and this year I really wanted to focus on the idea of art as a form of resistance, but um, basically the idea behind it was understanding how activism can sometimes just be through art. And art is, for me, I see it as both a form of liberation from oppression, it's a celebration, but it's also a call to action. So. I really wanted to be a night of unity, especially with everything that's going on. During the Slamnesty event, Barnard sophomore Kashaf Doha performed her poem, The Register Dings. She introduced the poem by explaining her frustrations about the fact that many of the people who participated in the women's strike were not actively supporting the people that the strike was for. Here is the recording of her poem from the event. The Register Dings, dollar bills slam onto the counter, claiming dominance over the one who must count them. Coins drop into aching hands that ache with pain of dismal similitude similitude of yesterday, today, tomorrow. The registered days, weary bodies await the next reminder of subordination. The registered days, the customer says, go back to your country. The registered days, the worker replies, the customer is always right. I think that by just expressing our passion for these issues, whether it be reforming the education system, reforming um, our incarceration, the millions of black and brown bodies that are being incarcerated by the United States government, um, sharing and shedding light on these issues is really important, as well as it's most important to share in a very intimate space. Another poet, Columbia College sophomore Dylan Dawson, performed three poems throughout the night. 
Here's a clip from his third poem. Growing up with us, growing old was synonymous with growing up. So we learned to say, shift fast, drive dumb, leave a pretty much shot. And then hanging on the tree next to daddies and brothers. And when that supreme judge of mankind over on Gray Street tries me, I'ma be bald, naked, bound, and gagged, just like the day I was born. <laughs> when father figures he should wrap this kid in the shame of resentment, he wishes that they would cry silently. Have you ever heard those phrases? You know, don't bitch and moan, don't be a pussy, don't you know the wounded zebra gets eaten? And I'm over here wondering, why the fuck are we so scared of being scared? I also spoke with one of the performers, Angelo Hernandez Sias, after he debuted a song somewhere in America during the event. The clips that we used in the podcast were from a separate recording that he did. During our conversation, we discussed his new album called Alonso and the inspiration behind the song he performed at the start of the show. He then shared his thoughts on the power of art as a form of protest. Somewhere in America, the EPA administrator eats asparagus before he drops his pants like a boy in the bathroom of a carousel and bees into the water, which we used to wash our hands. I guess all art, um, what, that's kind of a huge statement. No, maybe. But like, I think that um, a lot of art is a, is a blend of fiction and autobiography and, and sort of walks that line. And so... For me, it's it's been about like people I've interacted with and sort of um, what's the word amalgamating mm -hmm. stories into these into these characters from people that I've in interacted with and so like friends and, and all that sort of stuff and trying to sort of create this these characters who have these plots and um, especially coming from a family of immigrants myself. Um, or of being first-generation American, like some of these issues have very sort of, they've, they've had a very personal, like they've connected with me in personal ways. And so sort of the, the project is about taking some of these emotions and how can I, how can I convey them? How can I drama, dramatize them and make them interesting and emotionally impacting or impactful for listeners? who maybe have very different experiences than myself. Can you speak about the song that you just performed? So the song I just performed is called Somewhere in America, as of right now, it's the working title. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of still in the works. Um, but it's basically a, a song that more explicitly um, satirizes um, the sort of the political issues or the, the issues I see with the administration mm -hmm. and sort of directly targets some of the members of the, the administration. And um, I've actually been DJing at WKCR, which is uh, the radio station here on, on Columbia's campus. And one of the shows that I've been DJing is called Nueva Canción y Demás. And basically that, that show focuses a lot on protest music coming out of Latin America mm -hmm. in the 70s in Chile especially but for it's not limited to that time period and basically I've been listening to a lot of protest music and so I think that's sort of what inspired me to an extent to sort of take this step into protest music which um, I'm not completely unfamiliar with I've made 
protest songs before, but this is definitely like one of the more direct and obvious um, attacks on the administration. But I do see uh, an attack on on art, um, especially from like Donald Trump. This is like pretty well known. Like Donald Trump, you know, his ridiculous tweets about like Saturday Night Live and like taking down street. Yeah, exactly. Like this is there's definitely an attack on art coming right now, and on freedom of expression. Um, uh, regarding like voices of dissent, like that attack is definitely a, a precursor to sort of the 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 worst the worst sort of situations that it turns into, and ultimately leads to like abductions of like poets and artists and censorship. Just uh, say your favorite line of this of the song that you just sang, um, like the one that speaks the most to okay. your resistance. Okay, um, let me think. I'll, I'll I'll do the one that okay I'll do the one that came to mind. Yeah, I'll do the one that that sort of um, that sparked the song. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I. I wrote it shortly after seeing a video of um, the Secretary of Education um, discussing like accountability with um, uh, mm -hmm. the accountability of like K-12 through, or, yeah, K-12 through like education, public educational standards and stuff yeah. with a Senator, I think Kane, or, I don't remember his name, maybe I'm, maybe I'm slaughtering it. But anyways, the line goes, Somewhere in America, the Secretary of Education is bear hunting. Accountability might be her greatest weapon, and she's got it cocked and ready. If it ain't a bear, she's shooting. It's another brown thing. Yeah, the song's not out yet either, so. Oh my god, we got the sneak preview. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for yeah. coming on the beer. Okay, let's thank some people. Let's do it. Let's do it now. You ready? Oh, five, six, five, six, seven, eight. Well, this was the last episode of the year. For this year. Many thanks to your team and to our composer, Chris Lopez. We would also like to thank Carla Mendoza for giving us insight into the world of Amnesty International at Columbia and also this Slamnesty event. And then lastly, we want to thank Angelo Hernandez-Cias for explaining his artistic process in regards to political resistance. The song that he sang during the performance features freshman Destiny Sparul on vocals and sophomore Jivan Furious on trumpet. And the link to his album can be found in the description of this episode. And then thank you to all the poets, including Dylan and Kashat, for sharing such personal poetry. Please subscribe to our SoundCloud. And our band. <laughs> and our... Uh, and our iTunes. And our freeloops.com yeah. account. <laughs> I don't know, it's a friend of mine using to like make, make music. 
Okay, yeah. Check us out. Check us out. We, yeah, this is just like our side gig, but we're also a band. Also, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, kind of like, uh, like that one, actually. Yeah. Like faces, like that one. Like, if you mixed us together to be one person, we would be that fun. Like, all of that fun. Yeah. All two people of that fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, we just want to say, all in all, thank you for listening, for being uh, loyal subscribers to our podcast. We'll miss you. We'll be back after the summer.